This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change with world. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. And today we're going to be talking about how you can be more confident. So let's see here. Um, what I'd like to start with is um, a bit of an understanding about what confidence looks like and what um, lack of confidence looks like. Um, so we can kind of get a, um, a lay of the land. Um, as we start talking about things that you can do in order to become more confident. And the reason that confidence is so important is because it really has to do with our, it really supports our ability to succeed, not just professionally, but also interpersonally, that we feel confident enough to take the types of risks and to deal with the failures that can come up in different areas of our life. So um, when we're lacking confidence, right, we might do things like change our behavior to act kind of how people think that we should act, like others think that we should act versus how we think it might be best to act. Um, we might, um, you know, avoid taking those risks or avoid failure um, so that we can stay kind of in what feels like our comfort zone, right? Um, and, you know, we might try to cover up our mistakes rather than be willing to own our mistakes, um, which can be a real challenge, like I was saying, both um, personally and professionally. Um, and we might want to, we might kind of wait uh, to have other people really see us for what our gifts are or our accomplishments are or positive traits are versus being able to own them and accept them for ourselves. One of the ways that you can kind of see like a lack of confidence comes up, come up for you or for other people. And, you know, this is a, a very common one is that, you know, if the person receives some kind of a compliment or positive feedback, um, they dismiss it. Right. So they kind of write it off like, oh, yeah, no, that's not, you know, that's not a big deal or, you know, anyone can do something like that. So those are the kind of things that people do when they're not feeling confident. And it's kind of an interesting thing, right? Because that person wants validation so much, but then will reject it from, from the world. So, um, you know, if you are confident, you have an inner sort of that inner, inner, you know, moral compass. You have that ability to do what you think is right, even if others are critical of you or they, you know, are going to ostracize you and, and that kind of thing. So you still do what's right. Um, you are willing to take risks and, um, and you're willing to risk a failure 
or, um, you know, putting the extra effort in, um, regardless of what the results are. And you're going to be willing to admit your mistakes and be willing to learn by them. Because you know, well, a confident person knows that everybody makes mistakes. And the most important thing that we can do is be aware of them, right? And, and, um, and so we admit them and then just say, okay, well, what could I do better next time? Or how could I change things next time so that I get different results? And you can also, um, you know, acknowledge yourself, right? So you can see your own strengths. You can see your own successes and, and achievements. And you can really start to say, oh, yeah, this is what I do well. Right? Just as much as you can say what you haven't done well, you can acknowledge what it is that you have done well, which is a really important thing. So, um you can um, also, um, sorry, I kind of lost my, my thought there for a moment. <laughs> um, so you can accept compliments more graciously. So, um, you know, when someone is says something to you like, wow, that was really fantastic. You can say, yeah, you know, I put a lot of effort into that or, you know, I've been working at this for a long time or, you know, thank you so much. You know, things that allow you then to take in that validation from outside, not because you desperately need it in order to feel any sense of confidence or, or, or value, but because, you know, you are feeling more worthy in general. You're feeling more, the confidence actually allows you to then accept, accept what's coming towards you. Okay. So when you look at something like this, chances are you can see times where maybe you have confident behavior and, and maybe other times where your behavior is less confident. And when you have less confident behavior, you know, most of us want to figure out what is it that we can do about this? How can we create more confidence for ourselves? Okay. And so what you can do is you can practice skills that help you feel more confident. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, what kind of skills can you build? And one of the things that um, people a lot of times don't see when it comes to, you know, confidence, um, when it comes to that sense of value of themselves, um, you know, self-love, all of this different stuff. It's like, you know, there can be this belief that we either have it or we don't. And so one of the things that I like to always make sure that I mention is that these are all things that can be learned and developed. They're actually skills that we can work on. And so it's so important that we look at things that way because when we look at things that way, well, all of a sudden we have so much more agency to make decisions for ourselves and uh, to create the kind of things that we want to create in our life. So, um, there are roughly, you know, according to experts as a, you know, uh, there are roughly um, kind of different four different categories of experience that help to um, uh, build our confidence, right? So one is kind of the things that you've succeeded in the past, and this is often called mastery experience, right? 
Um, the other thing is seeing people who are similar to you succeed. Then this is vicarious experiences, right? When people are trying to change their behavior or they're trying to, you know, uh, grow their business or create a loving relationship, I always say, you know, where are the examples of that in your life? And oftentimes, you know, people will be at different places in it, but sometimes they can say, oh, yeah, I did see an example of that or I've seen a lot of examples of that. And that actually can help you assess where you are in your own, um, you know, development, because when you're, you know, looking for that first example of it, um, that is always a little more challenging. But once you get that first example and then you start to get more and more of them, that really starts to show that you're you're noticing it more. You can see it more. And that perfect example of like once you buy a certain type of car, then you see it everywhere. It's kind of the same thing. Once you start to get it on the inside, then you start to see it more around you. Okay. So, uh, you know, getting confirmed from the outside so that's hearing from others that you are capable of something helps build your um, confidence. So if you're surrounded by people who say, yeah, wow, that was really amazing or, you know, really, you know, you did such a great job at that, then you are going to start to feel more and more confident in, in your um, abilities, Right. And the other part of that is an emotional component, which is or not of the social um, part, but another part of confidence is um, staying positive and managing your stress. Right. So that's your emotional ability. So, you know, if you are feeling tired or upset about something or whatever, you are very likely going to translate a situation differently. You're going to judge your efforts differently. Um, and you're, it's very likely that if you're in a bad place, that you're going to be more critical of yourself. And if you're in a positive place, you're going to be um, more gracious with yourself. And um, so our emotional, this is why I talk so much um, with all my clients about really taking care of themselves emotionally um, so that they can then reach that peak performance um, because it's such an important um, component to really having that lasting sense of well-being and success. Okay, so if we're going to look at um, you know, each one of these in a, a little bit um, more uh, depth, right? Um, and talk about what is it that you can do to start to make a change in in these in these areas, right? So let's take the the, the mastery experience. Right. So it's easier for us to feel more confident in areas that we've been previously successful. Right. So a lot of times, though, in both personal and business development, we're doing things that we've never done before. Right? So we're, it's really challenging when you're undertaking something new to have the kind of confidence that comes with mastery. So my suggestion here is that you start small. So in order to gain a sense of mastery, what we're doing is we're really instead of looking at the big thing, like if you look at how masterful are you going to be in 10 years, 
right? Versus how masterful are you going to be 10 days from now, right? There will be a lot of growth that will happen in those first 10 days. Um, but uh, we fail to see it when we're looking at ourselves with the 10-year lens. So we want to adjust and start to look at, okay, what was it that I learned to do? Maybe um, I learned to just say uh, something in a way that could be a little bit more easily heard, right? Maybe this is, um, you know, in a, a relationship or maybe it's at work. And I've learned, you know, through, through kind of paying attention to how people are responding to me, I learned to make an adjustment that feels really authentic to me and also reaches this other person. And I acknowledge that. And then maybe I see that I do it again. Right. And and then again, and while that doesn't change the overall picture, it does show that I am getting more and more confident and therefore more and more confident with the this type of experience. Right. So if you are starting something new, it's really great to look at like a kind of a small subsection of it and start to look at how your mastery is developing there. In addition, when you've had mastery in one area of your life, it's easier than to risk in another area of your life. Right? So sometimes if you have, you know, a, a personal accomplishment, um, if you've really excelled in sports, um, if you have a special talent, um, or if you've, you know, managed to be successful, you know, at your work, all of those things. Then when you go and you try something else, like say you've been really successful in a sport, but you don't really consider yourself artistic, right? It might be easier for you to take artistic risks just because you know that you've gone through that whole process. You remember when you started out. And you remember how much you had to learn and that when you stuck with it, you saw really positive changes for yourself. So it's, it's like you can kind of borrow from that mastery experience in another area and then use it to create more confidence in another area of your life, right? So what I usually tell people is to balance things out in their life, do things that they feel really confident doing. And so that they have that kind of to rest on and then do those things that, um, you know, do some things that they are feeling are really new or risky. And that way they maintain a sense of confidence as they move forward. And if you're feeling like I just don't really have a lot of experience of that mastery of that feeling, I really accomplished something. Um, this is a really great place to start to refocus yourself. A lot of times people feel that way because they're comparing themselves to some end result or some way that they feel that they should be, um, you know, and so then they, you know, like if somebody's been in a relationship for two years and they compare themselves to someone that's been in a relationship for 20 years, right? And, and so they're comparing two very different things. And then that leaves them feeling, well, I don't really know very much about this. And well, from that particular perspective, yes, but what have you learned so far? 
right? That's contributing to your mastery. Okay. So, um, this kind of, you know, mastery experience is one of the reasons why it's easier to become more confident as you move forward with things in your life, as you have more and more experience. And sometimes some of the things that people face, like the real fears that they have and crisis of confidence that somebody has when they're in, you know, say they're, you know, their 20s are, you know, totally erased by the time that they're in their 50s. Because when they're in their 20s, they only have so many different experiences to draw from. And when they're in their 50s, even if things haven't gone well, then it's possible to say, yeah, and it was still all right, right? And, you know, even if these things didn't turn out the way that I wanted them to, I still learned a lot or I've still grown a lot or I've still seen these positive changes, right? So that mastery experience really is something that we can always use and something that becomes more and more available to us. Provided that we're looking at our life kind of like through the right lens, you know, um, and what I mean by that is that we're not using the wrong criteria to evaluate ourselves because that is continually undermining. And then we start to, you know, doubt our, our level of mastery in, an, in anything or can that can be an outcome. So that is mastery um, experience. And um, I after, you know, we come back from this next break. Um, I'll be talking a little bit more about some of the other components, right? So that will be the vicarious experience, um, your social, um, the social persuasion, the support you get from the people around you, and also how to maintain that kind of that consistent um, emotional status, Um where, you know, um, as much as, as much as is possible, of course, we're going to have emotional fluctuations. So, um, uh, we're going to go to a commercial break and I'll be back in just a few minutes. your chance to be part of the show call 877-230-3062 call in with your questions or thoughts and talk with the host and their guests again that number is 877-230-3062 we all want to be happier more fulfilled more successful but the question is how Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesiner.com. craving positive change in an area of your life? 
streaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected. Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your true self so you can make a difference in the world starting with you. Visit www.katesiner.com. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to sail ahead and others get stuck? The secret is in your mindset. Join author and educator Dr. Kate Siner for a one-hour live webinar on the miracle of mindset, May 15th at 7 p.m. Eastern. On this webinar, she will give you three keys to mindset that will help you stay on track if you run or want to run your own business. Join Dr. Kate Siner for the free webinar, Miracle of Mindset, at 7 p.m. Eastern. For more information or to sign up, go to katesiner.com forward slash miracle dash of dash mindset dash the number two. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and we are talking today about confidence. And specifically, before the break, we were talking about mastery experiences. So how you, um, when you do something over and over again, um, you start to feel more confident because you can see the progress. Right? And when you see that progress, then you can say, oh, okay, like I came up to an obstacle and I overcame it or I stuck with it and I saw positive results. And then that helps you um, become more confident. And my, my main um, kind of takeaway from this was start small and kind of make sure you're looking at it through the right lens. Right. So make sure that you're not comparing, uh, 20 years to two years or, you know, somebody who has been training all their life with you just starting out. Um, and, and in that way, um, you know, kind of if you, when you do that kind of comparison, it gets rid of, uh, your sense of, of progress. So we're going to move on to talk a little bit um, about, um, vicarious experience. So what is it that how, one of the things that helps us with our confidence is actually being surrounded by people who are capable of doing something that we really want to do. So in other words, if it's really hard to believe that you can do something, if you've never seen anyone do it, right? So if you've never seen anyone make over, you know, $100,000 a year, then it's really difficult to believe that you can do that, right? If you've never seen someone create a happy and satisfying relationship, it's really difficult to believe it's out there, right? So without these experiences around us, we, even if we can believe it or think like kind of our mind can kind of say, Oh yeah, that, that should be able to happen. Or I know there are people out there that do that. If, if we don't actually see it, then we kind of doubt its existence, right? Becomes like a Yeti or something like that. It's like, does that even exist? You know, some people talk about it, but I have no actual proof. So in that, 
um, you know, one of the things that we can do to help ourselves be more confident is actually actively seek out groups and or mentors that allow you or help you to see more of what's possible, right? So because that person or group of people believes that it's possible, it becomes easier for them to help sort of like sustain you or move you forward on your path, right? So in why is that? Because where you see it as an obstacle that can't be passed by, or you might just see it as, you know, it just might seem like the end of the road. This other person sees it as something that can be transformed or changed. And that has amazing powers, right? Because when a person looks at you, and it might take you a little while to kind of get what they're saying, but the more that you kind of build your trust and build your confidence in this other person too, the easier for it becomes to believe that, oh, okay, right? Like they said this before. And they were actually accurate. So maybe I'm going to look for how I can create this in my life, right? And that's not giving up your power to another person. That is amplifying your own power by being around people who can see your potential and who can help you bring out your potential. And those are very different dynamics. And so I, will re- I really want to point that out when we're talking about how you interact with people. It's not just somebody pumping you up and um, you go to them, you get pumped up and, you know, you move forward. It really is about going to, through this transformational process where you start to be able to see, oh, okay, this is how I can do it. I can step in here. I can, I can approach it from this new perspective, right? And, and then, you know, you start to gain a certain amount of confidence in yourself. Like, oh yeah, wow. I figured that one out and I thought it was impossible. Maybe this next thing that I think is impossible is, um, you know, is possible too. Or when you, you hit a, you hit a point where you make a mistake or you face a failure, right? And you walk through that and then, you know, and then it's just like, you see, oh, okay, look, that person, they, they made that mistake or uh, they had that problem and they overcame it. They figured out a way to, um, you know, to come back from that mistake or that failure or whatever. And maybe I can too. So this, this vicarious experience, this having people around us, to affirm what it is that we want to um, create for ourselves really helps cultivate our confidence. And I just want to look at the opposite, right? So what happens when we don't do that? When we surround ourselves by people who say, well, that's not possible. Nobody does that. Everybody's unhappy in their relationship. You know, nobody likes their job. You know, we don't go to school here. You know, all of those different things, right? You know, I'm sure you've been in an environment at some point in time where people have been that negative, you know, and maybe some environments that you're in now, people are that in, that negative. So when when you're surrounded by that, what does it do for you? 
And my guess is that you don't come out of, you know, spending time with those people and say, wow, I can really make things happen. I can really, you know, I can do what what I've set my mind to. You probably feel discouraged. And, And you probably feel like, ugh, yeah, you know, I was doubting myself before and now I doubt myself even more. So that's the impact that our environment has on us. And, you know, even if it's not, it's so great when these people are like real live people that you're interacting with, they're your friends, they're your family, they're your, you know, colleagues, what have you, right? That That's such a helpful thing. But even in, if you can't find that for yourself, start to just look out into the world to find it anywhere because it's like you always start where you are. And if you don't have any of it in your life, start to look for where are the people that are doing this, that have these kind of experiences, right? And it's just like, I mean, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I mean, I think personal development work is so amazing to do with other people because you see their successes, And when you see their successes, somehow it like gives you more confidence that then you can move towards what it is that you want. You can see that kind of transformation in yourself. Okay. Now, one of the things that people can do here in order to take away their sense of confidence, aside from maybe hang out with the wrong people, would be to then when they're around people who are confident or positive or have done things that they haven't done, they put themselves down. And when they put themselves down, then it's just like, yeah, they did that. But I'm like, look at them. They're so this, they're so that, they're so successful, they're so happy, whatever. And and me, I don't, I don't have that. There's something wrong with me, right? And when, when a person does that to themselves, when they're surrounded by people who are moving forward, it is really detrimental to them um, and to the people that are around. It's, it's, it's not a uplifting, it's not a positive, it doesn't move things in a positive direction. So you want to be careful around that. And that's one of the cases where if you find yourself kind of switching into that, oh, you know, well, they've got it, they're so great, and I'm really horrible kind of place, then um, that's a good place to start to work on the emotional piece that we'll talk about later. Um, cause really the more that you kind of do that self care, the more that you do that, like kind of deeper inner work, the more that you will, um, be able to meet these positive experiences. So that's a really, that's a really important thing. Now, along these same lines in this vicarious experience is the impact that other people have on you because of their, um, because of their, uh, beliefs, right? Their social persuasion, right? So you get a lot of positive feedback for something that you do. Like, gosh, good for you for putting in so much effort for that, right? Or look at how, you know, well you did there. You know, from the beginning, you can really see how confidence can be created. For, um, for people, you see this so much in kids, right? Kids who are supported, 
and and they're told, yeah, look at you, good. Become actually, if that's paired with really healthy um, critical feedback, they become really resilient. They become inquisitive. They're moving forward and they're like, yeah, I can do stuff, right? And they can hear what they can change, right? Because remember that confidence skill? The confidence skill is actually being able to see where you can improve, right? And, and you know, if you have ever seen someone, you've run into them and they seem to have like this almost inflated sense of confidence, and, you know, but like if something goes wrong, then they just completely deflate and fall apart. That's not real confidence. That person probably got the message like, you know, of like, you're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great. But there was another message in there, which is you have to do great in order to be good. Right. Or something like that, that then is undermining. So when we really are just supportive of each other, like, yeah, Good for you for putting it out there, for taking that risk, for giving it a try, for, you know, showing up again to this challenging situation. Because sometimes that's what success requires is that we show up yet again to something that we're not good at yet so that we can become good at it. Right. And that kind of positive feedback from people really helps build our confidence. We feel seen, we feel acknowledged, you know, and we feel like, gosh, yeah, okay, I am trying really hard and, you know, I'm getting this like positive feedback. And then when we do put in a lot of effort and we have our successes and we get positive feedback for that, then it's just like, oh yeah, I can do this, right? It's like I tried and I did it. Now I have this sense of confidence that I could go, I could try, and I'll probably be able to do it again. You know, and once again, like one of the things that can take this out is if the the social influence comes with that message that the only thing that is valuable is success, right? Is um, you know making things you know, to reaching our goals and, and being perfect in our execution. That becomes then a real problem. And we feel a lot of pressure, you know, and you see somebody sort of like live their life under so much pressure to do the right thing. That comes from that sense that like, yeah, you think it's great when I do it right. But when I mess up, you know, it's just like, then things are really bad. Right? So we want to remember that it's it's not about um, outcome as much as it is about our willingness to keep showing up and doing our best. And yeah, outcome, you know, does make a difference. It's just like there are, you know, it's just like when somebody say studied um, a discipline, like say they've studied a martial art for a really long time, right? And they're, you know, amazing at it. That, I mean, that, that, uh, effectiveness is, is something really, I mean, it's, it's inspiring. That's not going to be the same kind of effect that someone, you know, say, you know, somebody who's just starting out that just reaches the next level for themselves. It won't, the, the, uh, the outcome won't be the same. The effort may or may not be the same, right? So it's not about getting rid of how much, how much 
um, we improve and we grow and stuff like that over time. It's just about, um, it's about willing, it's the and, it's the willingness to give credit to that as well as really acknowledge the effort, really give credit to the person and their, their, um, willingness to show up. Right. So the tip here is to surround yourself by people who really see you and they're willing to tell you they're on your side. They're your fans. They're, you know, your cheering squad, you know, it's like that those people help you feel confident because they really believe in you. All right. So we're going to go to a, um, another commercial break. Um, and let's see here. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, um, the emotional component of this, how to keep yourself as, as, um, stable and clear as possible as you go through and you, um, you know, go through these experiences that may either bolster or challenge your confidence. All right. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. We all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesiner.com. Are you craving positive change in an area of your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner, is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your true self so you can make a difference in the world starting with you. Visit www.katesiner.com. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to sail ahead and others get stuck? The secret is in your mindset. Join author and educator Dr. Kate Siner for a one-hour live webinar on the miracle of mindset, May 15th at 7 p.m. Eastern. On this webinar, she will give you three keys to mindset that will help you stay on track if you run or want to run your own business. Join Dr. Kate Siner for the free webinar, Miracle of Mindset, at 7 p.m. Eastern. For more information or to sign up, go to katesiner.com forward slash miracle dash of dash mindset dash the number two. Ah, 
hi, this is Kate Siner. This is Real Answers, and we have been talking about being more confident. Um, in the previous segment, we were talking about kind of the influence that the people around us have, both in seeing them be successful and in their support of us. So, um, you know, the kind of the note from that, um, or uh, the takeaway from that, is to really make a point of being um, aware of who you're surrounding yourself by. So that, that they can support you either directly or indirectly in creating the things that you want to create in your life. And for this final segment, I want to talk to you about um, em the emotional piece of things. And what I was saying is, is that, you know, as your emotions fluctuate, your perspective on how good you are at things or whether an outcome is a success or not, those are all, um, uh, that, that shifts. So, um, one of the things that we can do to help our emotional status always, always, always is to take care of ourselves, right? So if you think about this, that like, you know, when they say, what is it? Um, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, right? So, um, uh, hungry, angry, lonely, tired is something I believe that came up in, um, in AA. And it's really a way of showing when you're most likely to get triggered, right? And so if you think about self-care, self-care addresses those things, right? In the sense that one of the things you do to take care of yourself is you make sure you're, you're well fed. Another thing that you do to take care of yourself is that you make sure that you have enough sleep, right? Um, you, part of self-care is making sure that, you know, you take care of business and you surround yourself by supportive people and that helps with your, you know, the anger piece of it and the loneliness piece of it. So that's just one way of laying this out. There's a million different ways that self-care is linked to how it is that you feel about yourself and your ability to maintain a positive attitude. So when you're looking at how do I do this? How do I do this new thing? How do I sustain the effort that it takes to like date and find the right partner? How do I, um, you know, sustain the effort that it takes to, you know, get that raise or create that business or, you know, learn that new skill? You know, bottom line is one thing that you always have the ability to do is to take good care of yourself, right? So, you know, because that's like, you can put yourself to bed on time. You can make you sure that you get decent food and, you know, that you drink enough water and stuff like that. So that needs to factor into any kind of plan, you know, of developing your confidence, and is, is giving yourself those kind of foundational, um, elements that really help strengthen you. Okay. So, um, you know, all of our, you know, all of our, um, kind of resources, um, all of the resources that we need can be relatively easily put in place when it comes to self-care. So let's look at just kind of putting foundational pieces in place so that our emotional state 
is more consistent so that then we are able to really feel the benefits of our successes and we're able to take in some more of that nourishment that's necessary in order to feel confident, right? So I mentioned some things before, eating decently, right? Um, no matter where you are in, in your, you know, as far as whether you're a healthy eater, you're an unhealthy eater, or, you know, just occasionally sugar binger or what have you, right? There, you can take a look at that and you can say, what would be the next best thing for me to do here? What could I bring in that would help me be, nourish my physical body in the best possible way, right? And what is it that I need? What are my requirements when it comes to both sleep and relaxation? Because I forgot, I was having a conversation with someone recently and they were talking about, you know, how someone can go like and be such a high performer for so long and then all of a sudden crash. And it's just like, well, then well, what brought that about? Like they were doing so well. They were like top of their field. They were just doing amazing. What happened? Well, they ignored for a really long time the basics that they needed to, right? Like getting regular sleep, eating decent food, giving themselves some time off to relax. It's like, yes, we're capable of working really, really hard, um, but if we consistently work really hard without giving ourselves that relaxation time, it will chip away at us. So what do you need in order to kind of have that balance of active time and downtime? Okay. And then what do you do, you know, to uh, help you gain perspective on all these other things that we're talking about, right? Being able to, you know, sort of get the right lens on the experience so that you can see your mastery grow. Being able to be around people who are maybe succeeding at things that you're not and being able to use that in a positive way rather than a negative way. Being able to really hear the praise from people and take it in a way that's like nourishing and good for you. It's like, what is it, you know, what is it that allows you to have that kind of one step back so that you can really use that the way that you want? And usually people find that, you know, some kind of whether it's meditation or, you know, contemplation, journaling, something like that really helps them get, you know, get that perspective. Sometimes it can be through like coaching or counseling or, you know, um, you know, reading self-help books or something like that, where the, because of that type of engagement, it allows like a, like a step back. And that step back then allows us to, you know, engage in a more positive way. So that's a super important piece here as far as really working with our emotional self is getting that objectivity, um, you know, the healthy distance between ourselves and other things so that we can work with them in a more adept way.
Okay. Other things that we can do to kind of support our emotional status is to keep positive things in our environment, reminders of where we're going, why we're going there, what we're wanting, you know, of our desired outcomes, right? So if you think about it as like, you know, what's on your wall or what's on your, what, what are you reading on a regular basis? Or, you know, what is it, you know, is on your screen on your computer, you know, or your phone. These are the kind of things that we're looking at on a regular uh, basis. And when we put in pieces that are supportive of us, they help us with our confidence. They reinforce things just like people can reinforce things. These items or pictures or whatever can also reinforce emotional states and um, because of that, as we feel emotionally stronger, then we can also, um, they can reinforce um, our, our sense of confidence as we move through things in the world. Okay. So that's some of the stuff that you can do to kind of create more of a sense of emotional, you know, stability for yourself. I mean, other things that are in there, you know, making sure that you're getting, you know, the exercise that your body needs, the water that your body needs, the social time that you need, um, the spiritual time that you need, all of those things that fall under the category of self-care in my book help create a more positive emotional state, which then supports how you're showing up to each one of those situations and how well you're able to work with it to be able to develop your confidence. And so let's just take a look at this one, one, one really clarifying um, way to ask a question of yourself to move yourself in almost any area, but we're going to do it with confidence is to ask yourself in this situation, if I wanted to feel more confident, how might I engage? How might I perceive? How might I, you know, kind of like, if I wanted to feel more confident, what would I do? Right. And so what that is, is that is the reminder that allows you to look at the situation and, and then use whatever information that's coming in, in service of, in service of the confidence that you're trying to create. Right. You can do the same thing with anything. Like, right. If I want to be more, if I want to be, uh, how can I use this situation? right? If I want to be more loving, what would I do in this situation? Right? So if I want to be uh, more confident, what would I do in this situation? What kind of skills, what kind of behaviors would support me in becoming more confident? And if you don't know, that's a great place to check things out with another person or people right? Get support to get, that's what the, how, you know, people can help you gain perspective 
on how you can use a situation like, oh gosh, here I am. I'm surrounded by all these successful people and I'm feeling just really kind of rotten about myself. You know, how can I use this situation to be more confident? Right? Well, gosh, I can look at it and say, yeah, I'm surrounded by all these really successful people. What does that say about me? Right? I can look at it and be like, oh, look at all the things that, you know, I've needed to learn in order to bring myself into this situation with all of these successful people. Or, you know, look at how they're interacting with me. All of those things. Think, see how I'm choosing to look at aspects of the situation that help me feel more confident. Right. That's the the total opposite of oh, look at what they've done and look at what I haven't done. You know. And then what am I sitting there looking at? I'm sitting there looking at what I haven't done. Where you focus your mind is a very powerful thing. So, uh, you know, in, in any situation, if confidence is something that you've been really struggling with, my suggestion to you is that you start to ask yourself that question. You know, if I wanted to be more confident, what would I do? And just see what you start to come up with. Sometimes there's amazing answers that come right to the surface. And sometimes it's a little more work. But it's definitely a very powerful question to ask. All right. So I want to thank you um, for for joining me today and talking about being more confident. Specifically, we talked about the different types of experiences that um, help a person be more confident, like mastery experience, vicarious experience, social persuasion, emotional, how, you, how you're doing emotionally, your emotional status um, as ways of, you know, kind of stepping into and facilitating this sense of more uh, confidence. I'm just going to reiterate that if you haven't been confident in the past, just confidence is really something you can develop over time, right? So just take a look at each one of these areas and see if you can develop one action step that then will help you step more into your confidence. And again, thank you for joining me uh, this week on Real Answers. And I'll be talking to you next week at the same time. I look forward to uh, seeing you there. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help. 